Hi, I'm Nicole Haney. I'm a business coach who helps goal-driven business owners build the life and business of their dreams. In this podcast, I share tactical advice on building your business, mindset tips, and inspiring interviews to help you build your business and change your life. This is the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Goals and Gratitude Podcast. Um, I'm saying welcome back because this is my first podcast recording after getting back from three weeks in Thailand, and it was awesome. It was so awesome. Like, I feel like I could do probably an entire podcast about all of the things. Maybe I will do that, Um, but it was just so fantastic. Um, So it was our first time in Asia entirely. Um, So in the past, we have traveled North America, obviously. Um, Not as much as you would think, actually. We haven't really explored Canada that much. But anyways, some places in North America. Um, Central America, we've been to Europe. I think that's all the continents that we've been on. But we really wanted to go to Thailand. And we've really wanted to go to Thailand for a long time. Um, So we have been planning this trip for like the better part of 10 years probably um, because we were first going to go to Thailand uh, all the way back in the day when I was working as an administrative assistant. Let me fix the lighting here because like the lighting is a little weird. Okay better. I think this is better. Um, So we had been wanting to go for literally forever. Um, And at the time when we were planning this trip, we had kind of chickened out, if I'm being honest with you, um, because there had been some political unrest at the time and we were just like, we're not ready for this. Um, And so we decided to go to Costa Rica instead. And don't get me wrong, Costa Rica was amazing. Like, love it. Highly recommend it. Um, But we have just been wanting to go since then. And so we had gone to Costa Rica and then we just kind of got busy in our careers. And then I made the decision to leave my job to start Boho. Um, And so then we were kind of wrapped up in the business for a long time. And then around the same time I closed my business, COVID hit and then you couldn't travel. So all that being said, like we did go to Hawaii last year um, because that's our place. And um, if you don't know that yet about me, I am shocked, but that's our place. We love Hawaii. Um, And so that was our first place we wanted to go back to once the restrictions kind of lifted after COVID. Um, And so the next we were like planning our next trip and we were like, where do we want to go? And then we both were like, We've been wanting to go to Thailand for literally forever. So like, why, why not? Why not just do this, right? And if I'm being honest, and like, please don't judge me for this, but both of us were a little bit anxious about it um, because it really is outside of our comfort zone or it was, I guess, outside of our comfort zone because again, we had never traveled to Asia. Like we had traveled within the Americas and then Europe, but like, Asia is like really just, it felt like a vastly different culture. 
And so we were like, I don't know if we're going to experience culture shock. Like, we just weren't sure what to expect, really. Um, And then we got there and we were both like, this is so awesome. Like, we could just stay here. Like, it was so fantastic for, like, honestly, so many reasons. Like, I could go into detail on literally everything. But I would say the biggest thing that I loved about that trip is that I felt like I was kind of, like, in awe every single day. It's like you walk down the street and no matter where you are in Thailand, you walk down the street and there's a temple. There's always a temple. And these temples are like not just like these boring gray concrete structures. Like they are so incredibly beautiful, so incredibly beautiful and so like detailed and like gold and ornate and like all of the things. And they're all different. And so we found ourselves, we were both kind of joking about it, that like our entire camera roll is going to be just photos of different temples because they all had different kind of architectural aspects to them that we were like, oh, this one's so beautiful because of this thing. And this one's so beautiful because look, it's got like lions sitting out in front of it. Like it was just such a cool experience. And it wasn't just the temples and like the scenery like we did some things that also inspired awe in me. Um, so we went to an elephant sanctuary and that was like just the coolest experience. It was just the coolest experience because literally you're just like there in amongst these amazing, like beautiful creatures. And you do have a moment at the beginning where you're like, if this thing like backs into me, I'm dead. But like once you get past that and you realize that like they're large but they're also fairly slow moving and like if they're eating they're happy they're not going to trample you like it's fine once you get past that it just becomes like such an incredible experience to be with them like not in their natural setting but like in a setting where they are doing their natural things and so we got to feed them um we got to bathe them like it was just it was cool it was just so cool And literally every day was like this. It was just so cool every day. And I just, I love this feeling of like awe, like feeling in awe of something. I like, even if it's like staring up at the stars, like I love stargazing and not because I know anything about astronomy. Like, please don't, I have no idea. If you're like, oh, I love this, like, like I have no clue. Me and my husband have an ongoing joke that I'm always like, is that the Big Dipper? Because like, I'm always like, is that the big, is that the Big Dipper? But like, so I don't know constellations, guys. I know nothing about astronomy. Um, However, I really love looking up at stars because it does this thing. There's this phenomenon called the shrinking of the self. And it really turns out to be really, really good for your mental health because you look up at the stars or anything else that makes you feel small in kind of a good way, like not insignificant, but small in a good way. And so for me, I look up at the stars and I think like, wow, like there is this like vast universe out there. Literally, even what I'm looking at is just the Milky Way. Like it's not even like the rest of the universe. And I am just like this tiny like speck of an ant on this one planet in this massively like vast universe. And what that does for me is it helps me to put my problems into perspective. So I am the type of person that I get into my own head all the time. I have, as you've seen on this podcast, like I've struggled with anxiety. And this is something that really helps me to kind of put my problems into perspective and realize like, 
the problem that I'm experiencing isn't really that big of a deal. Like if this happens, fantastic. Like if I'm able to do this thing in my business, that's amazing. But if it doesn't happen, like it's really not the end of the world. And I really should not be agonizing over whether or not this is like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. And so that's what this experience of like shrinking of the self or experiencing awe helps me do. And so I loved the trip for this reason. I also really, really loved experiencing something that I hope to experience again in the future. So for me, traveling is a really big thing. Like I really, really want to see the world as much as I possibly can. I realized that like, I think I was like 20 when I was like, oh, I won't be able to see like actually the entire world. Like there's no way there's not enough time. And that was really disappointing for me because like I just want to experience as much as I can out of life in general. And I'm a huge proponent of this. Like I am huge proponent of like, please do not spend your days waking up and doing the same boring stuff day in and day out and then find yourself at the end of your life and you're like, what I do with my entire life? Like I didn't experience anything. I literally just like worked and did laundry. That is not what I want for myself and that's not what I want for you. I am always here to tell you to push yourself outside of your comfort zone so that you can actually experience life, so that you can be passionate about something, so you can go out and travel and see the world and have fun and do exciting things like do the thing, do the thing. And so for me, traveling is doing the thing. And so I want to continue to experience more and more and more of this. So this was the first time ever that we have been able to go away for three weeks. And so this is like our goal is to be able to go away from longer and longer periods of time and spend more and more time in the places that do give us that feeling of awe and excitement and adventure. And so um, in the past, we've done like one week vacations, like everyone else, we've done two week vacations, but this is the first time that we've ever had the opportunity to take three weeks off because we both work for ourselves now. So we don't have a boss telling us like, no, you can't take three weeks off. We don't have the staff for that or like whatever. We have the freedom to take three weeks off if we want to. And so we did. And we have the financial ability to take three weeks off now because we've worked our butts off for the last however many years building our businesses. And so we went for three weeks and it was so incredible to spend that amount of time in a place that we both found that we loved. And so this is something that I want to keep working towards. Um, Ed Milet calls this touching the dream is what he calls it. And I've always loved this idea because he says like, as you are building your business, it's going to be hard. It is going to be hard. And so you're going to have to find a way to keep going and keep motivating yourself to do the things. And this is one of his ways that he suggests finding that motivation is to literally do the things that like, if you were to wake up tomorrow and your business was as successful as you're dreaming that it can be, and you have all of the money that you need to have to do the things you want to do, what would you do? And for me, it like a big part of that is traveling and seeing the world. And so for me, like going and traveling and spending three weeks somewhere that's so cool um, is touching the dream. And so he says like you go, you touch the dream, and then you come back fueled to keep 
propelling yourself forward so that you can actually reach that dream someday so that you can keep doing this. And so that is my goal is like next year, you know, maybe we'll go away for four weeks like and we'll go somewhere else. That's really cool that we've never seen. Maybe the year after that, we'll be able to go away for like six weeks or eight weeks and and so on and so forth. And then maybe someday we'll just have the ability to travel literally whenever we want to and stay wherever we want to for as long as we want to. So all of that being said, this is not what I was going to do the podcast on today, but I wanted to bring you guys up to speed on how amazing this trip was and the reasons that the trip was so amazing and to let you in on the fact that um, I'm super motivated, like I'm re-motivated now to make this business work and to keep expanding and keep reaching new people. And so you are going to be seeing more new things from me in the coming weeks and months um, because I'm just so like jazzed now to keep doing this thing. Um, and so one of the new things, actually, I should tell you guys is the conference. We just, I just launched a conference, right? So, um, so cool. And I'm so pumped about this conference, uh, because at the beginning of this year, I started to really realize like how isolated and and kind of lonely I was feeling really in this whole entrepreneurship thing. Um, because when I had Boho, I was constantly, constantly, I was out in the world, in the community, doing the things. So I was going to markets and pop-ups and events and trade shows and networking things. And like, I was literally always out there talking to other people in the entrepreneurial community. And kind of two things happened back to back. So I closed Boho and then COVID hit very quickly after that. So I went from having a whole lot of social interaction all the time with other entrepreneurs to having none. And it sucked. And I I hated the feeling of being isolated. I hated the feeling of trying to do entrepreneurship alone. And it's hard, right? You guys know it's really hard. And so it really helps to have that community around you. And I just did not have it. Um, and so I started looking around for ways that I could get more connected with the community. And one of the things I was thinking about is like, what if there's a conference? There, there must be a conference within Southwestern Ontario. Like there's got to be something that's bringing all the entrepreneurs together in the same room to celebrate entrepreneurship, learn about things and make connections, right? There's got to be something. So I'm searching like conferences for entrepreneurs in Southwestern Ontario nothing. Conferences for entrepreneurs in Toronto, nothing. And like there are things, there are things. If, you, if you're if you going to go fact check this and Google search it, you will find that there are some conferences for entrepreneurs in this area. But none of them were the vibe that I was looking for, right? So I was looking for something that was fun and energetic and vibrant and would bring people together. And everything that I was finding was like your typical like professional conference. So it was like you go to a conference center wearing your business suit and you get a lanyard and you're going to sit at a round table with strangers that you don't end up talking to at all. And you're going to sip coffee and you're going to listen to someone talk at you. That was not the vibe I was going for. I was looking for something that would help energize me and motivate me and connect me with other people and be interactive and just like have just like a fun, uplifting vibe to it. 
And there really isn't anything out there right now in this area. So there used to be, um, there used to be some really fantastic conferences in this area that I was looking at and I was like, oh, maybe they're doing a new conference soon. And everybody has stopped since COVID doing their conferences. So I was like, literally, what if I did this? What, like, what if I was the person instead of trying to go to other people at someone else's conference, what if I just brought all the people to me? And like, I started talking about this with a couple of my friends that are successful business owners who also love speaking. And I was like, hey, like if I was to do a conference, would you want to speak about how to grow your social media? Would you want to speak about how to market your business in a professional way? Would you want to speak about how to get more sales? Like, would you want to speak about mindset? And all these people were like, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Let's do this. And so I was like, I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing I'm putting it out there to the world. I'm going to tell all the people that I'm doing this and I am going to go for it. And so I told everybody at the beginning of the year that this was going to be a thing, that I'm going to do a conference. This is my big dream for this year. And uh, on Tuesday, I actually launched the pre-sale conference tickets. And so it's out there. It's out there to the world. Um, If you guys are the same as me and you're looking for some connection with other entrepreneurs who get it and understand what it's like on a day-to-day basis to try and grow your business and you want to learn about business topics and you want to have some fun with other entrepreneurs, like this is the conference for you. Um, and so the pre-sale tickets are out there. I'm doing a pre-sale as like kind of a soft launch almost. And so I'm telling kind of groups of people about it at the time. You guys are one of those groups. And so the tickets are out there. They're on discount right now because it is the pre-sale period. Um, but within a few weeks, I'm actually going to raise the price and I'm going to launch it to the rest of the world. And, um, so if you are digging this and you're like, for sure, I want to come to this conference, Please get your tickets now because the price is going to go up pretty significantly in a couple weeks. So all that being said, again, not what I was planning on talking about today, but I'm so happy to share all this with you guys um, because this is my life and this is I want to share my life on this podcast with you guys. So all of that being said, um, what I actually wanted to talk to you guys about today was a problem that my husband was having in his business that I helped him work through. And sometimes when I do podcast episodes, I will have like a pre-planned kind of topic and I will say, okay, what do I want to tell people about this topic? And I'll make notes and I'll like kind of have a plan for what I want to say. This is not one of those podcasts. So please bear with me if I'm kind of like trying to explain something and it's not coming out exactly the right way. I promise you I will get to the point eventually. Um, but I wanted to share this with you guys because as he's like struggling with this problem and I'm helping him work through it, I'm literally saying things like, oh, I go through this all the time. And so this is a problem that it's not like a one and done. It's not something that you can get the advice on one time and you're like, I'm good for life. I never have to worry about this problem ever again. It's something that crops up kind of over and over and over again for entrepreneurs. And so even if you've heard this message in the past, which maybe you have and maybe you haven't, But even if you have, I feel like it is such a good thing to occasionally hear an outside voice telling you this message again so that you can feel this again and you can get renewed energy into your business and renewed kind of like hope that it's going to work and belief in yourself. So let me tell you, let me give you some background, I guess. Uh, So my husband, 
Derek, he's an electrician. And he's been an electrician for like 17 years. Really long time. Um, and he enjoys doing the work. Um, he's very good at it because he's been doing it for 17 years. Um, and so technically, he's really good at it. He also gets a lot of great feedback um, from people saying that he's like really good at customer service because he's just a really nice dude and like people like him. He takes the time to explain things to people like all of that, right? Like he's awesome at what he does. And so he's been working for other people for 17 years and about a year ago. So yeah, it was like right around a year ago, actually, he decided to start his own electrical business. Um, and so he had kind of seen what I did with Boho and he was like, I don't understand at this point in my life, like why I don't start my own business. And I was like, yes, I'm here for this right now. Like, yes, let's do this. And so he decided he was going to start his own electrical company. Um, and so he started that a year ago and guys, honestly, I've never seen anything like this in business. Like I talk to so many entrepreneurs on a daily and weekly basis. It's insane. And I have never seen a business grow this quickly. So if you are in construction, if you are a tradesperson, now is the time. If you want to start a business, if you've been thinking about this for a while, please do it. Because it like it honestly grew so quickly. Um, because trades are really needed right now, right? So there's like a massive demand for trades and the supply is significantly lower than the demand. And so what that means is that he's just always, he's always busy. He always has people, right? And so it's been awesome for him. Like his business really took off very quickly. But I also want to note that like, just because you have a successful business does not mean that you're not also human, right? Like he still has the same fears, the same anxieties, the same issues and worries come up as you do, as I do, as everybody else does, even though he has seen really fast success because he's human, right? Like just like everybody else. Um, and so he's in this business and it's going really well, but he's starting to realize that it's not really challenging him because he's been an electrician for 17 years, that's a really, really long time to do the same thing day in and day out, right? And so he knows, he knows how to do all of the things. If somebody has an electrical problem, he can very quickly go in, he can identify the problem, and he can fix it. Even if it's like a really obscure problem that most people don't have, he can go in, he can find the problem, he can fix it. And usually it happens fairly quickly. And so for him, he's just like, it's kind of boring, right? Like it's not a lot of a challenge. And so he was sort of thinking like, I need something that is going to give me a bit more of a challenge and really kind of like push me outside of my comfort zone. And so um, he started looking around for other things and don't ask me how this happened because I honestly don't remember what exactly happened or what pieces fell into place. But somehow he got really into stock trading, like day trading. And I know, I know that there are a lot of opinions out there about trading. And so like, please do not message me with all of your opinions about trading. I have heard them all. I know I'm aware. Um, we have thought through all of this. He has thought through all of this. And there is a technical aspect to trading. And so it is something that 
you can learn and it is a skill that you can get better at over time. And by getting better at it, you can make money on the stock market through day trading. So all of that being said, he stumbled upon this day trading and he has gotten pretty good at it over the past couple of years or so that he's been doing at it. So he has been, you know, watching other people that are really good at it. He's been studying them. He's been watching YouTube videos. He's been reading articles like the whole nine yards, basically in the same way that you would learn any new career or any new trade, right? You would go, you would study it, you would put it into practice, you would try it, you would learn it. And so that's what he's been doing. And he's been getting really, really good at the technical aspects of these things. But there are still some of the mindset aspects of it that are holding him back. Does this sound familiar to any of you? <laughs> like this is every entrepreneur that has ever lived has been through this experience at some point in time, right? So when you get into a new industry, you have to learn how to navigate that new industry. But even once you do, even once you feel like, I got this down, I know all the things, I know all the steps, I know how to do the the regulations and all of the things, there will still be things that are holding you back. And those things typically have to do with your mindset. And so um, I got to this point too as well, right? Like, so I was in the food industry and in the food industry, there's a whole lot to learn, right? So you have to learn about regulations and audits. You have to get a commercial kitchen space. How are you going to do that? You have to learn what needs to go on your package, what can't go on your package, what are the regulations around that? How do you, you know, sell to retailers and to distributors? And like, there is so much to learn in that industry, but there's a lot to learn in any industry if I'm being real, right? But once I learned all of those things and I was like, I got this, like, I think I know this industry. I think I know how to grow. I think I technical things. Yes. Like check down. I still struggled with various aspects of my business because of my mindset. So a great example of this was um, my mindset around sales. I went into my business thinking like, I'm never going to be a salesperson. I hate salespeople. I'm not a used car salesman. No, like, no, thank you. Um, I found sales to be annoying and pushy. And like, that was my mentality around doing sales. And so I I went into this business being like, absolutely not. I'm never going to do sales. And then you get into it and you're like, ah, crap. If I want to succeed at this, if I want to grow my business, I'm going to have to do sales. I'm going to have to figure this out. And so it took me a really long time to get past that mindset that like sales is gross, sales is pushy, sales is annoying people, and really just like think about it differently in order for me to be able to do sales. So that's that's just like one example of mindset. Like uh, there were so many mindset blocks I needed to get past, like fear of failure, overcoming imposter syndrome. Like there's so many things that have nothing to do with the technical aspects of your business and learning how to navigate whatever industry you're in and have everything to do with learning how to be an entrepreneur and learning how to develop an entrepreneurial mindset that's going to support you in the growth of your business. So that's where we're at. He's a good trader, but he had a string of losses, a string of days where he just kept losing money And every time he would lose money, it would knock his confidence down more and more and more and more. And he got to the point the other day where he was just like, I'm done with this. Like I, it cannot be done. It cannot be done. 
I am failing. I'm going to keep failing. I'm out. Like, this sucks. This sucks and I'm out. Who else has felt this, right? Like, we all, I was like, I understand how you're feeling. A hundred percent. Because, like, if you are not having this feeling at least once a month, like, are you even an entrepreneur, really? So I was like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But, and here's the part that I wanted to share with you guys and have you guys here as well, is I said to him, like, listen, do you think it is possible to be a successful trader? Like, is this just in the realm of possibility? Is it a thing that you, that people do that can be done? And he was like, well, yes, it is possible to be a successful trader because I'm watching other people do it and be a successful trader. And I know that there's a lot of people out there on the internet that are telling people like, oh, you can make a million dollars overnight and blah, blah, blah. And like, those are scams. A hundred percent. Those are scams. Please do not fall for those scams. You cannot make a hundred or a million dollars overnight online or in the stock market or anything else. Building a business takes time. So we're not talking about those people. We're not talking about the scam artists. We're talking about real people that are showing up and saying, yeah, this took me about five years to become a successful enough trader to be profitable. It's hard work. It takes a lot of skill and a lot of time and a lot of knowledge and all of the things. And I I did it. I'm here now and I want to like share my knowledge with the rest of the world. So that's who we're talking about. So he's like, I'm seeing these people and I saw their struggle and like they have done it successfully, which means it can be done. And so I said to him, if you know that it can be done, there is literally nothing stopping you from doing it too. This is something we all need to remember. These people that you are looking at, I want you right now for one second to think about somebody that you know that's in your industry that you look up to. We all have them, right? Like we all in the food industry, like I can name a number of people in the food industry that I would look at and be like, these people have got it all together. These people are crushing it. They're crushing it. They're going national. They're going international. They're doing all of the things, right? Think about these people for just one second. Choose like one person, one business. I need for you to know that that person did not get there through some magical, mystical means. They did not get lucky. They are not any different from you. This is not magic. Their success is not magic. They got there through hard work and through figuring it out and through going through the process. So what that means is that if you do the hard work and you go through the process and you learn along the way, that you are also going to be successful. We all forget this, right? We all think like, God, what if this just doesn't work? Like, what if I just can't be a good trader? What if my coaching business just never takes off? What if, you know, I can never get my food business to a national level? Like whatever it is, what if this doesn't work? And I am here to tell you that it will work if you stay in it. 99% of business success is literally just not quitting. And I know that that sounds really oversimplified, guys. I know because there is a lot more that goes into it. So I'm going to explain to you in a second why this is true. But I need for you to accept that. I need for you to accept that you are not going to fail 
if you choose to stay in this and you choose to keep going. Literally, you can only succeed. So let me explain this to you and break this down for you. And I guess, first of all, before we start talking about that, I just want to make it crystal clear that that person you have in your mind that you see as like better than you, that they are a mentor to you, whether they know it or not, that you are watching and you're like, this person's crushing it, right? That person is you. They are you. They just are like five or 10 years ahead of where you are right now, right? They have gone through the exact same process. So let's have that be our starting point. Now, to further explain why it is that literally the success that you're going to have in your business just comes down to not quitting. It's because if you give anything enough time, you will figure out how to do this. I literally have a line in my journal that I write out every single, I physically write it out every single day. I don't just read it because I think that makes a difference somehow. But I physically write out every day, success is just time and persistence. That's it. If you decide that you want to keep doing this and you keep doing it and you keep trying to figure out how to do it, you will eventually figure out how to do it. You'll eventually either find somebody that has already done it successfully that's going to be like, let me just straight up tell you how to be successful in this industry, right? Like I try and do that as much as I can for food entrepreneurs. I try and say like, this is the path. This is the path we're going down. This is literally how you do it. If you're in a different industry, there is, I promise you, somebody in your industry who has been there and done it before that will tell you how to do it successfully. You just have to find that person. So you can learn it from literally other people that you actually know in real life. You can learn it from mentors that you have on the internet from listening to someone's podcast, from watching YouTube videos, right? From seeing that this other person has done this successfully. Again, no scam artists up in here. We're talking about people that you can see there actually was a struggle. They worked through that struggle. You can see what their path was and you can emulate their path to success. That's another way to figure it out, right? Like literally you can Google search things. I was literally listening to a podcast episode the other day and the person, it, it wasn't even the topic of the podcast, but the person very kind of like um, casually was talking about writing a book or starting a podcast and very casually mentioned like, oh, and you get an agent. And I was like, whoa, you get an agent for a podcast? I had no idea that that was a thing. And I still don't actually know that that's a thing. But as, now that I've heard it, I'm like, wait a second. Could I be getting my podcast out to more people if I simply did something else? Like, is there, so in the food industry, there's something called a distributor, right? And so that person literally distributes your food product to all of the stores. And it is a massive turning point for food entrepreneurs when they get a distributor, even if it's just a regional distributor, because you're going to take your business from like, 50 stores or whatever many stores you're in right now to like 150 stores basically overnight because the distributor takes that product and goes out and tells a whole ton of people. So I was like, is there something like this for podcasts? Am I just like, is this literally just the piece that I'm missing in order to get this podcast out to more people? And so I'm starting to figure that out. And I'm like, oh, I can actually be 
really, really, really successful at podcasting if I just figure out what the steps are to success. And I know, I know there's things that I'm not doing right now that I need to be doing in order to see substantial growth with this show. And so I'm going to go and Google search those things and figure it out as you do. You're, we're entrepreneurs. That's what we're doing, right? We're in the business of figuring stuff out and solving problems. And so all of that being said, basically the reason that this works, the reason that literally just not quitting leads to success is because if you choose to stay in it and you choose to continue to be persistent and continue to be curious about what is the thing that could make this better or more successful or reach more people and you continue doing the research, then there's no reason that you're not going to figure this out, right? Like there's literally nothing stopping you. And again, I want to make sure we're all on the same page. There's nothing magical or mystical that's blocking you in this. Like literally the people that have done this before you, the people you look up to and see as successful, this is what they did. They literally researched, they talked to people and they figured it out. And that's how they're successful right now. So there is no reason that you can't also be successful in this. Now, the other piece to this and the piece that I think is um, interesting is I'm saying if you make the decision to stay in this, like there is nothing wrong with looking up and figuring out how do I be successful at this and then realizing, oh, I don't actually want to do any of that. (laughs) And like realistically, that was a part of my decision to close Boho, right? Was like I started to realize, oh, okay, I'm at this point in my business. If I want to take this business to the level I want to see it be at, I need to do a few things, right? I need to get an investor because truly there was no way to continue to grow without a cash infusion in that business. I need to fully, fully, fully commercialize my product and add some sort of preservatives to it, even if maybe they're natural preservatives. I need to get a co-packer because I cannot keep running a manufacturing facility. That is not something I want to do. So I'm starting to look at all of these things. I'm like investment, you know, really commercializing my product, um, getting a co-packer and like getting a national distributor and really pushing forward in this way. And I started to realize like, I don't want to do any of this stuff. I don't want to do any of this stuff. Like this was not why I got into the food industry and it's not what was driving my passion and my love for that industry. And so I'm starting to realize like this model of a business is not actually at all what I want. It is okay if you come to that conclusion. But let me be clear that if you come to that conclusion and you decide not to be in this business anymore, that is not you failing at this. That is not you saying like, oh, I tried. I figured out what I needed to do. I tried to do those things and it just still didn't work. Still couldn't do it, right? Like I do not know anybody who is in that position. I have never heard of an entrepreneur that has said, I figured out what the keys were to success in my industry. I tried to do them and I still just like couldn't do it. It wasn't, it just was not possible for me. It was possible for this other guy over here, but just for me, it just wasn't possible. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. You can choose to be in this or you can choose not to be in this. And that is a hundred percent your choice. And I promise you, I'm the last person that's going to judge you if you decide this industry isn't for me anymore. Totally fine. I did it too. But if you choose to stay in this, then you do not have to worry that it's not going to work. 
because of time and persistence. Because literally 99% of your success in business is just going to be not quitting. It's just going to be staying in it for the long haul, staying in it for enough time to figure out how to do it correctly and to get other people on board. I I think I've made all of my points, but I want to wrap this up with a really cool story that I heard, which really convinced me about this time and persistence thing. So I'm going to 100% get the person wrong. I don't know the name of this person. I probably should have done research before hitting record on this podcast. I did not do any of that. So don't kill me for not knowing the name of this person. Still a really cool story. So there was this guy that I heard speaking on a podcast and he did something really incredible. He was the first person to walk across Antarctica, I think like unassisted or something like that, to walk completely across Antarctica, walking on his own two feet. Crazy, right? So he made the decision to do this and he got like two or three days into it. And he had made the decision right from the get-go that he was going to take everything off of his phone. Because he really wanted to like get into this experience and really have it be something where he is alone walking across Antarctica. Now he had a satellite phone with him in case something went wrong and he was going to die and he needed to call somebody. But his cell phone itself, he took everything off of his cell phone, like all the podcasts, like everything except for a Paul Simon album. If you don't know who Paul Simon is, please Google search this. It makes me feel very old. Um... Paul Simon. I love him. You're going to love him too. Um, So anyways, he has this Paul Simon music on his phone. So he's walking, he's two days in, and he's like, I can't handle the silence. I cannot. And all of us who've gone through COVID at this point are like, yeah, I feel you on that, bud. So he's like, I cannot handle the silence. So he throws on his Paul Simon music, and it literally is like the only thing that keeps him putting one foot in front of the other after like two days of isolation. So He's doing this. He gets to a point where he's starting to just crack. He's like, I I literally, I literally cannot do this. And so he makes a call to somebody. Again, don't kill me for not knowing this story like the back of my hand. But he makes a phone call on the satellite phone to someone. It was either someone on his team or a family member. And he says like, I think I need to quit. I I literally think I need to quit. I think he was a weekend at this point. And he was like, I can't handle this. I can't do this. And so he is struggling with this motivation. And the person on the other end of the phone says, okay, just get to your base camp at the end of the day. And then we will have a conversation about this, right? I will call you on the satellite phone and we'll talk about this, but just get to the end of today. And so he's like, okay, so he's trudging through and he's trudging through and he's getting to the end of the day, gets to his base camp and his phone rings and the person on the other end of the phone is like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you very briefly, but then we're going to hang up because I, somebody is going to give you a call and you need to be available for this call. It's somebody very important. And he's like, this is so weird. Like I'm literally in the middle of Antarctica. Somebody's going to call me on a satellite phone. Like she's not telling me who it is. Like what's going on? So he hangs up the phone with this person. And shortly after the phone rings again, he answers the phone 
And there's this person on the other end of the phone. And he's like, oh, are you so-and-so? And he's like, yes. Like, who who is this that's calling me in the middle of Antarctica? And he, the guy on the other end of the phone, I'm not lying to you. You can look up the story. He's, he's like, oh, it's Paul Simon. Didn't they tell you I was going to call? And the guy was like, what? This is crazy. Paul Simon is calling me. This is so cool. So he goes on to have like an hour long conversation on this very expensive satellite phone with none other than Paul Simon. And he explains to Paul Simon like that he's kind of struggling with the isolation and he's struggling because he doesn't know if he can do it. He doesn't know if he's going to succeed or fail at this. And so Paul Simon says to him, how many albums do you think that I had before Graceland? And so Graceland was Paul Simon's like breakthrough album. It was the one that everybody knows about, right? Again, I'm old, but Graceland. So Paul Simon says, how many albums do you think I, I had out there in the world before Graceland? And the guy on the phone is like, like five? And Paul Simon's like 20, 20 albums. And he's like, all of them flopped. 20 albums flopped before Graceland, before Paul Simon became literally famous and had all of his success. Took him years and years and years, right? And so this was his story to kind of say, keep freaking going, keep going. Like literally the only thing that is stopping you from succeeding is yourself. The only thing that is stopping you from succeeding is putting the time in and putting the work in. And he said, had I not written those other 20 albums, we wouldn't have Graceland because I needed to go through that process. I needed to write albums that sucked and get better over time. I needed to keep putting albums out there to the world and having people say, no, this is crap before finally getting to a point where people were like, this is awesome. We love this. He had to go through his own process. You have to go through your own process. My husband has to go through his own process. We all do. But if we go through that process and we put the time in, there is no reason that we cannot succeed. So that's what I wanted to share with you guys today. Keep going. Just do not quit. Put in the time. Have the persistence. And it will pay off. I hope you guys liked this episode of the Goals and Gratitude podcast. If you did, please share it on social media so that other people can listen to it and hear this message as well. Uh, Thank you so much for spending some time with me today, guys. And um, I hope to see you in next week's episode. 